if you find your passion, you're gonna have this tremendous energy, it's sustainable energy. But momentum requires you always do the next thing to keep the momentum going. And the reason you get yourself in a passionate place is so that you change your life and the only thing that changes your life is making a decision. And I want you to live the dream. I'm living the dream because I was obedient to the call of the dream. So I want you to leave here today thinking about what is the dream for you? What is God's dream for you? What does the Creator's dream hold for you? You have to get fluid in the language of success so you speak it with ease. Surround yourself with people who've accomplished their dreams and immerse yourself in the culture of achievement. And before you know it, you're gonna be speaking the life of your dreams into existence. You know it's impossible to think of the impossible. It's not possible. So if you think it, it's possible. And if you live your life in possibilities instead of probabilities, you have a greater chance of finding happiness. Seriously, never live your life in probability. Probability is the probability of something happening. There's a statistic attached to a probability. One in every 3,000 people do this. One in every... That's a probability. A possibility has no stats attached to it. Live your life in possibilities and you change it. Just change the way you think. That's all I want you to do when you look at your dream. You say to yourself every day, it's possible. You say that every day to yourself, it's possible. And so as you begin to look at where you want to go, beginning to embrace that, it's possible. And what you realize when you rewind the tape of your own life is that there are these crucial moments where if the luck had gone the other way, you might have gotten killed. And so what you have to do is to always be ex putting those extra disciplines in place because I was lucky to live. And what I took from that is I never want to have to be lucky to live again. I want to live because of my discipline not because of my luck. You must remove temptations if you are going to have self-discipline. You need to put yourself on punishment. You need to tell you no more TV, no more snacks, no more desserts, no more, no, we working out now. I don't want a life where something else is controlling me. You know, like for real, when I left home and said, I don't want to be controlled no more. I don't want nothing to control me but me. And so I got to put myself under extreme discipline to make sure I'm free. So when people see me, you get up at three, you don't drink, you don't smoke. I'm not doing that because I think I'm better than nobody else or I think you're gonna go to hell because you had a drink. I just want, I want to control, I want freedom. And for me, disciplining myself means more freedom. The next step is, that is you. That is you. That no one can do it for you but you. And even though you face disappointments, even though you will experience some setbacks, it goes with the territory. You must understand that. You want to take responsibility for your life. I got me here, I can get me out of this. And I'm getting out. I'm not going to be a volunteer victim. But I have been committed to everything that I ever started in my life and I never stopped and I never quit it. And so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it. 
It built a certain type of spirit. It built a certain type of mentality. It built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't lay in the bed even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. I had too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing. Because I understood my existence wasn't about me. I went from me to we a long time ago. I understood the process is more important than the product. It wasn't about the outcome for me. Whether I made it to the NFL or not, that was inconsequential in God's plan for my life. But I was going to fall in love with that process because I understood by falling in love with that process, it was going to turn me into a machine. That's all I want you to do when you look at your dream. You say to yourself every day, it's possible. You say that every day to yourself, it's possible. Because what does that do? See, it begins to change your belief system. See, the way in which we operate, ladies and gentlemen, it's a manifestation of what we believe, what's possible for us. Whatever you've done up to this point, all that it really is, is a duplication, it's a reproduction of what you believe subconsciously that you deserve and what's possible for your life. Most people operate out of their personal history, out of their memory, things they've done, things they've experienced, things they've seen, things that they have observed. What I'm suggesting that you operate out of a larger vision of yourself. I want you to see yourself doing what you want to do, experiencing what you want to experience, having what you want to have, doing what it is that gives your life some meaning and value. Operate out of your imagination, not your memory. Because whenever you look at where you want to go, I'm wanting to warn you, you will have some conversation back here after you go through the data that you've experienced in life saying you can't do it. And so what you want to begin to do is ignore that inner conversation. Well, most people, ladies and gentlemen, when something happens to them, what they do is they begin to believe that that's the way it is. That's the way it's always been. And they can't see the possibility of it being any different. Example. Before April 1954, the common belief, the universal belief, because it had been tried again and again and again and people had failed, the belief was that man was not physically capable of breaking the four-minute barrier, that he could not run a mile in less than four minutes. That was the belief on the planet. It had never been done. But here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Roger Bannister came along and he broke the four-minute barrier. Now here's what's significant about that. Since that time, up to this day, over 20,000 people have done it, including high school kids. What changed? 20,000 people, what changed? Here's what happened when they got on the track. They knew it had been done. And because they knew it had been done, there was a new belief about this barrier, about this goal that was unreachable. And those 20,000 people got in the race believing, knowing in their heart that someone had done it, that it's possible that they could do it. And I'm saying that if you know anybody that had some goal, some dream, something they wanted to do, and they did it, then I'm saying that you know in your heart that if someone has done it, then you can do it. It's possible. And that if someone can make their dream become a reality, that it's, it's possible that you can make your dream become reality. And so as you begin to look at where you want to go, 
beginning to embrace that. It's possible. I'm blessed and highly favored. I've got a lot going for me. I've got some good stuff in me. And it's possible that I can bring my greatness out here in the universe. That I can do what I want to do. It's possible I can write my own book. I can have my own business. I, I can take the trip and travel around the world. It's possible I can bounce back from adversity and reinvent my life. It's possible, regardless of where I am, the things can get better for me. It's possible. I keep getting asked this type of question how do I get discipline or how do I want discipline or how do I maintain discipline and the answer it's it's a simple answer but obviously it's not easy and there's all, all kinds of little tricks and methods that people talk about and you know they have some merit you know maybe they do work these these things you know do the little things people say and, and wake up early I say that and write things down and take cold showers and t tell everyone what you're going to do so broadcast it and make promises or, or make bets with with your friends of something that you don't want to lose and, and those things those ideas they're, they're cool I'm sure they're gonna have some impact and if they work for you that's that's awesome but, but the fact of the matter is that the reason discipline is hard to maintain is because it is hard to maintain. That's what makes discipline hard. It's hard. And if you hear me claim that discipline is easy for me, then straight up, that's just my ego talking that's what that is because I'm unfortunately just as human as everyone else and it is work to maintain the discipline that's what it is work holding the line maintaining the standard giving no slack none that's the discipline that's the discipline and it is hard and if there's one thing I would say that does make it easier it's to envision what it feels like when you're done what it feels like after you've worked out or you've held the line on your food intake or you've pushed through some monotonous project that you have to do and all those things when they're done they feel good and contrary to that envision what you will feel like later when you let the discipline slack you know the feeling feeling weak and defeated and you know that you're falling behind so get to know those two different types of feelings and ask yourself which one you want to feel in 10 minutes or in a half an hour when when the thing is done when the discipline has been implemented 
Remember what that feels like and then remember that those minutes and those hours, they turn into weeks and months and years and holding the line in those critical minutes will put you in an infinitely better place physically and mentally if you maintain the discipline. So work through the weakness, fight through the temptation, hold the line, hold the line, maintain the discipline. It is not easy, but it is worth it because yes, because discipline equals freedom. I talk to a lot of people who are about to have a breakthrough, right? They're about to have a breakthrough, but they have convinced themselves in here of one thing. And let me tell you what it is. They've convinced themselves that what they're going through, no one's ever gone through before. That their wall is bigger than everybody else's wall that their difficulty, no one knows how hard it is, but you don't know what I'm going through, but you don't know my difficulty, you don't know my family, you don't know my heartache, you don't know my enemy, you don't know who I'm facing, you don't know this opponent, he's so manipulative. You don't know how the industry is, you don't know how the market is, you don't know the company I'm a part of, you don't everything that's said. You don't know my wife, you don't know my boyfriend, you don't know my husband, you don't know my parents, you don't know who I am. My difficulties are bigger than your difficulties. That's why I can't overcome these difficulties. Let me explain something to you. You know what's dangerous? Is if you actually believe that. Because if you actually believe it, you are right. There's nobody else that can do any convincing for you. But it's in that moment, look at Hollywood. You think everybody in Hollywood's a good actor? Honestly, I can name you 20 people that are terrible actors who have had a career of 20 plus years. You can as well. But they persevered, they believed they belonged in that space, even though how many auditions you think they got passed up on? You think in basketball, everybody's got a God-given talent? You think Steph Curry can jump like LeBron James or Vince Carter? I would say Vince Carter's got God-given abilities. I don't know if Steph Curry's got the same kind of God-given abilities as LeBron or Vince Carter or any of these guys. In baseball, you think everybody's got this perfect 20-20 vision like Ted Williams had? A lot of guys, that hit a wall that they have to overcome. A lot of guys that had to play AAA for a couple years before somebody picked them up. A lot of them. So is in business. But no matter what you're doing, anticipate the wall. You're going to hit it. And in those moments, whatever you tell yourself, if you convince yourself that the difficulty you're facing is harder than everybody else's and you buy it, you will stay where you're at. But if you convince yourself that whatever you wall you've hit, other people have overcome it, and so can you, you go through that wall, wall as well.